Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another podcast episode. Today is going to be a very interesting episode. Um, as always, I would like to keep it short and straight to the point and get a few vents and rants in as usual. Um, so today we'll be talking about the WTA um, chase for the year, year end finals, WTA finals, whatever you want to call them. But you know... Um, so, 31st of October until the 13th of November, I think. Um, no, not the 13th of November. I think the 7th of November or 6th. Whatever. doesn't matter. Um, at this point, we have three women who are guaranteed a place or already qualified for the WTA finals. And they are number one seed, Iga Shwetek, the number two seed, Ons Jabo, and the number fifth seed, Jessica Pegula. And as we speak right now, this is day two of the Guadalajara Open. I tried to practice that before this episode. Um, so it's the Guadalajara Open in, in Mexico and day two, WTA 1000. So many interesting things could happen at the, uh, at the, at the Guadalajara Open. Um, but this is going to prove to be the most decisive uh, tournament before the WTA Open because so many women are in contention. I think I saw an an article that says about 17 women have a chance to make it to the top eight um, so that they can qualify for the WTA Open. Obviously, five spots remaining, 17 women. I don't know what's going to happen, but we are all um, excited to see. Especially because um, the today is the eighteenth of October. You know, about two weeks' time, the WTA uh, finals would be starting. So right now, in the top eight, we have Annette Kontavit, who's not going to be playing because of injury. And then we have Arya Sabalenka, um, Maria Sakari, Coco Gauff, Paula Badosa. And then running up the top 10 would be Carolyn Garcia and Simone Halep. Uh, Simone Halep is number nine in the world, but she's retired for the season. Um, so she's not going to be at the WTA finals. So obviously I'd look to number 11, which is Daria Kasatkina. Kasatkina. And Veronika Kudamatova at 12, Gabin Mugurusa at 13, Belinda Benchik 14, Madison Keys 15, Daniel Collins at 16, Barbara Krejcikova at 17, Beatrice Dadmaya at 18, Ekaterina Alexandrova at 19, and Karolina Pliskova at 20. So... I still haven't mentioned the Wimbledon uh, champion, Elena Rabakina, at 24 as well. So there's quite a lot of women in contention, but I'll try to give you what I think, um, the women I think would will make the remaining five spots. Um, first of all, I don't know what's going to happen with Arina Sabalenka because uh, she played at San Diego, at the 500 level, I mean, she played fair. It was, it was a, it was a quite a good tournament for her. But one expected her to at least reach the, the final, which didn't really happen. 
So when you look at what happened, she faced Lone Stevens in the round of 16, and that was a really long match, um, three sets. And from there, like 18 hours later, she played uh, Donna Vekic, who surprised most of us, I guess, with the run she made to the finals. So in the quarterfinals, Savalenka lost to Vekic, um, 4-6, And I think she lost valuable points there, like in the race to the WTA finals. And now she is going to face Ludmila Samsonova, uh, who I rate very, very, very highly. I rate Lud- like people who know me know I love Ludmila Samsonova. Today, later today, she's going to face Ludmila Samsonova at the Guadalajara Open. Um, I think it's the round of what, 32 or 16? I'm not sure, but it's the second round because she got to buy the first round. So I'm really scared for her. I'm really scared for her because I don't, I'm not sure. Like, I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how the game is going to go. But I know that Ludmila Samsonova is no pushover. You know, um, I don't want to talk about Samsonova more than Savalenka, but Samsonova also has a chance to uh, qualify for the WTA finals. So today, today's match is going to be very interesting and can have very, I don't know, big ramifications on Savalenka qualifying. I I haven't looked at the tournament list as in like what's next after this, how many points are the next tournament. I don't know. I haven't looked at that. But I'm looking at this tournament as a do or die for most of these women, you know. Uh, but I, I think I'd say Savalenka, Savalenka qualifying, um, qualifying seems like a given until you realize the competition that she has to face. You know, and this is her first time facing facing Samsonova. So that is going to be a very interesting uh, combination of players. I don't know how else to say it, but it's going to be a very interesting game. And then from there, but I, I think ultimately I still see Savalenka qualifying, even if it's not this tournament, maybe the next tournament. I just see her qualifying because the, the field really isn't that... Um, strong in terms of like any one woman of the in the top ten can lose early at the Guadalajara Open because it's like it's stacked that the field is stacked. And then um, Maria Sakkari, this is where I start to have problems. I I don't see Maria Sakkari qualifying for the WTA finals, and I don't want her to qualify. Not because I hate her, she's actually one of my favorite players, but her level just hasn't been, like, she hasn't been on a high level, like, as far as competition is concerned. Um, so let's look at her few last games. At, at Parma, she reached the final and at Parma Ladies Open. But it wasn't really, uh, like, she didn't really put on convincing performances as far as I'm concerned because round of 16 and quarterfinals she had to win from a set down 
And then the semifinals, uh, she faced Kovinic of Montenegro. She won 7-5-6-2 quite well. And then in the final, lost 7-5-6-3 straight sets to Maya Sharif. And we're like, okay, that's cool. Um, and then she plays the Agile Open. She loses in three sets to Alicia Parks from the United States, 7-5-5-7-5-7. And then the San Diego Open, which happened yesterday, uh, she not yesterday, sorry, last week, she lost to uh, Donna Vekic, 6-7-1-6, uh, straight sets. Uh, like she, she, I mean, you can say it's form, right? But for me, it's not her form. It's just been a bad season or a bad stretch. To, like from, I'd say Wimbledon, even Roland Garros. I can't really remember the, 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 the like her results precisely from Roland Garros. But she just hasn't had a nice 2022, if you ask me. She hasn't. Um, and I don't see her qualifying. I don't think she should qualify. I, like, I'm not hoping for her to qualify because even if she qualifies, I just don't see her bringing the level of competition required at that level. You see, just to make the, the tournament interesting. So I wouldn't definitely consider her for, for the top 10. Um, Coco Goff in the simplest that it's Coco Goff. Um, she's phenomenal. Uh, she had a bad game against Shuatek, Um but she's Coco Gov and she is she, she's good. And I see her going on to to do great things. But I don't want to be blowing a trumpet right now. Um, I'm just not sure how the doubles affects her game now that she plays doubles and singles. But I don't. I think maybe because I, I watched Pegula's match against I think Shuatek. And I could see how her playing doubles kind of makes her better net player, makes her better at rushing to the net, makes her better volleyer, you know. So, yeah, I think maybe the same for Goff, but Goff has been phenomenal. Like, pretty much the whole year she's been phenomenal. Like, because maybe it's because she's developing. So now when she loses, we give her a break. When she wins, we're happy for her. But either way, I'm happy because I can see what she's trying to do. And yeah, I just wish she could just put more variety in her game, you know, just put more finesse, less power, you know, just tweak her on the dynamics a bit. But I mean, she's 18, just playing phenomenal, phenomenal. I watched her, her match against uh, Bianca Andrescu at the San Diego Open. Um, the ma- like she won 6-4, 4-6, 6-3. She was beautiful in that match. I mean, Bianca is a fairly strong composer, like, um, competition and Bianca beat Samsonova the one that I rave about all the time so yeah that's good um so uh I think now I'm just talking for the sake of talking but Coco makes the top 10 Paula Badosa ooh ooh I'm not sure eh? I'm not sure eh? I'm not sure um but either way I don't think I I I have a problem with Badosa um I don't think I have a problem with her, but she hasn't really been winning, to be honest with you. She hasn't really been winning. Um, I'm looking at her last six matches. She only won one. The US Open, round of 128, um, had to come come back from a set down to beat Le- Torenko. Round of 64, won the first set, but lost to Petra Matic. 
And then the Tory Pan Pacific Open Tennis lost in straight set to Q Zhang. Um, Eagle Open, um, I think it's the one in 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 Czech Republic, lost in straight sets to Petra Kvitova. I mean, worthy com- worthy competition. Um, San Diego Open won uh, straight sets, and then quarterfinals lost to Daniel Collins in straight sets. I mean. She's losing to really good players, in my opinion, except uh, maybe Petra Matic and Zhang. But Zhang has been beautiful this year, so I don't know. But Apollo Badosa, you can't really say you're confident about her because I don't think she's been having a good stretch. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't really say I want her in or out. Caroline Garcia, very interesting. Caroline Garcia, very interesting. I think I want Gashia in. Um, I want Gashia in. She she's so flamboyant and she's so nice with it. Like the whole thing. Like she 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 she's rounding up her game. I mean, she might be twenty nine years this year, but she is rounding up her game in a beautiful, beautiful way. And some might say it has taken her this long, but I mean, she's here and she's playing fantastic tennis. Cracked the top ten. Um, I'm happy for her. Honestly, I think I would want to see her in the. WTA um, year-end event. So, right now, I'm just going to close this. Uh, but before closing it, let me just give you what I think should be the top eight, I guess, going to the WTA finals. Iga Shuatek, Ons Jabal, Arina Sabalenka, Jessica Pegula, Coco Goff, Caroline Garcia, Okay, I think I lost track. I lost track of the numbers. One, Iga Shuatek. Two, Ons Jabo. Three, Arna Sabalenka. Four, Jessica Pegula. Five, Coco Goff. Six, Carolyn Garcia. And then the last two, for me, um, I don't know if points will allow, because the thing is, it's not a matter of who or why. It's, it's, it's also points. I really wish... Uh, Daniel Collins makes it. No, I don't know. I just have a liking for for Daniel Collins and her game. Um, and yeah, I think let's just take Paula Badosa because I mean I don't think she'll drop that far down. Yeah, I think Paula Badosa, but definitely Maria Sakari should not be qualifying at all. And Contaveit is injured, so two spots, two spots in that. In the in the in the in the top eight, and I would give them to Garcia and I'll give them to Garcia and Collins. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that brings the end to this episode. Um, I'm not really confident about the quality of the the episode, uh, even the quality of the content, but I'm just gonna put it out there. Um, yeah, and today I'm just gonna be watching a lot of um. WTA action. Let me let's see. Hadad Maya is playing Siniakova. Uh I'm, I'm I'm only reading games that I, I will watch. Um Krajikova is playing Kalinskaya. Um let's see, let's see, let's see. Ribakina is playing Pliskova. This is a much must watch. Must watch. 
I call it the passing of the button or the baton, as you guys like to say it in your accent. But yeah, I mean, similar players, hard hitters, tall, good servers. Yeah, um, I'm really excited to, to watch Rybakina and, and Pliskova and then see what comes from there. Also, as I mentioned earlier, um, who's this woman that's playing? Um, Samsonova is playing... Samsonova is playing Sabalenka, Battle of the Hard Hitters. Can't wait to see how that goes. I might even do a do like an episode tomorrow just reviewing it and how it went. Yeah, I want to see that one. All right, thank you so much for listening. See you next time.